360 degrees. High high, 360 degrees. High high, 306, 306, 360 degrees. High high. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, broadcasting from right here at KPFA in Huchin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known to settlers as Berkeley, California. On tonight's show, the Pacifica National Election Supervisor will hold a debate on the proposed bylaws amendments currently being voted on by Pacifica members and staff. If passed by the membership, this will make changes to Pacifica's governing system. Some say this is a needed plan. Others say this is not the way to go. That's tonight on Full Circle. I will now hand it over to your debate moderator and National Election Supervisor, Renee Peñalosa. Tonight on Full Circle, we have a debate on the Pacifica Bylaws referendum. I am Renee Peñalosa, the election supervisor, and will be moderating. I am joined by Carol Wolfley and Sharon Kyle, representing the yes side, the proponents, and P.K. McCary and Steve Zelser, representing the no side, the opponents. A brief background to the referendum. A group of Pacifica members submitted a petition to replace the Pacifica Foundation's current bylaws with a new set of proposed bylaws. If adopted... Significant modifications will be made to the Foundation's governance structure affecting both the national and local station boards, including how listeners and staff members are represented and can participate. Pre-written topics were randomized using a random sequence generator from random.org, and we will cover four of these in the debate. The final segment of this program includes questions submitted prior to the debate by Pacifica members as we were not able to facilitate live call-ins. Two questions selected from members representing yes, no, and undecided positions will be covered. Yes and no sides will alternate who gets to start each topic, and each side will have one minute to present with two rebuttals per topic for the starting side. Participants will hear a bell when they have 15 seconds left and another bell when their time is up. I will now flip a virtual coin to decide who goes first. Proponents are heads and opponents are tails. Flip and its heads. Proponents start. We will now hear one-minute opening statements from each of the participants, starting with Carol Wolfley from the proponents. You have one minute. Thank you, Renee. I'm Carol Wolfley. As environmental, political, and social justice challenges accelerate, I want us to have a dependable source of Pacifica news and culture to find orientation and mutual support. I'm secretary of the KPFA local station board and we voted yes to support the new bylaws to bring accountability to Pacifica's boards. New Day Pacifica wants governance to help all Pacifica stations to, to become financially self-sustaining by producing independent, diverse and engaging programming. KPFA has shown that it can be done and 
we have resources to share. Thank you. Thank you. P.K. McCary, you have one minute. Thank you very much, Renee. I'm sorry. Um, as an advocate for peace and an award-winning author with the nine books and working across the globe on issues of conflict mediation and building coalition, I find it troubling and problematic that this referendum is not about what's best for Pacifica, but who controls it. There's a saying that power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. More than anything, patterns of practice have shown us that, shown us that this referendum does not care about Pacifica's mission. Objective media is critical to the democracy of a nation. What happens at Pacifica depends on people's willingness to work for the greater good together. Thank you. Sharon Kyle from The Proponents, you have one minute. Thank you, Renee. My name is Sharon Kyle. I'm the publisher of the LA Progressive, a daily political digital magazine, a former law professor for several years, and president of the Guild Law School in Los Angeles. For over two decades, I've had board experience, including experience training boards. I am also an avid listener and supporter of Pacifica. Up until August, I had avoided being involved in the management of Pacifica, but several factors led to me joining New Day Pacifica, one of which is that we do not have a strong progressive media front in this nation, and the Pacifica Foundation and Pacifica Radio is the only public-supported radio station. Thank you. Steve Zeltzer from The Opponents, you have one minute. Yeah, this is Steve Zeltzer. I produce Workweek. I'm a Pacifica producer with uh, COVID, Race, and Democracy, which is on all the affiliates except uh, KPFA. I believe in a strong democratic Pacifica, and that means elected local station boards where the, the members of Pacifica and staff have a chance to have elected representation to debate the issues. Democracy is messy, but to corporatize and uh, make it impossible for the uh, members to participate is a real problem. We have to grow, become a multimedia platform, and allow the various uh, communities, black, brown, Asian communities to speak out. We need more programming. And certainly we need to make this uh, an alternative network in this dire times and crisis. Pacifica is not growing among young people. We will now move on to the debate, and the first topic is a financial discussion. What are the short and long-term plans to increase listener support revenue and reduce expenses if, on one hand, the referendum fails and the current bylaws stay in place, or, on the other hand, if the referendum passes and the new proposed bylaws take effect? This topic first goes to the proponents. You have one minute. Yes, this is Sharon Kyle speaking. If the referendum fails, which was the first point of discussion, Pacifica would continue to be straddled with a $3.2 million loan payment that is due in October of 2022. This loan payment currently, Pacifica has no means of paying off the principal. In addition to that, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, which for many years funded Pacifica to the tune of a million dollars a year, has continued to withhold those payments. And in fact, Pacifica would have to reapply for the CPB Radio Community Service Grant Program, which is, that program is designed to help non-commercial educational radio stations. And if the referendum passes, 
that would be one of our first objectives in reapplying for the CPB program. Opponents, you have one minute. One of the things that is troubling is that Pacifica does have solutions to the problems that this referendum is trying to point out. And the problems are that there are those who thwart those actions at the individual stations in various ways. I just wish that if these proponents of this referendum were surely willing to work with others that we could solve this problem of what the bylaws can and should be. Not having a select group of people who decide what's best for this station and for this foundation. It has always been this way for the last 20 years. There are factions at every station, but the problem is, is that they want to name everybody as somebody who's fractional instead of realizing that we are all individuals who are reacting to the factions in the Pacifica. Proponents, you have one minute. Yes, thank you. I'd like to address directly two points that PK made. One is that the problem of factionalism has existed for the past 20 years. Well, 20 years ago, Pacifica did have a change in the bylaws. And that change resulted in a steady decline in the Pacifica listenership, Pacifica's financial position, Pacifica as a whole in terms of its, um, its, its uh, credibility in the radio marketplace. The ratings have gone down. All of that was began with this restructuring of the bylaws 20 years ago. The referendum that is being proposed today is more democratic, provides a mechanism for the general listenership to choose who the Pacifica leadership should be, as opposed to the current situation where delegates select. And that is why I say yes to the New Day Pacifica. Opponents, you have one minute. Yes, the issue of democratic governance is key. The people that are in groups that are supporting this uh, bylaw change have put one forward last year, which is similar. And these are the same people, for example, at KPFA that don't have a finance committee and that have uh, not even evaluated the manager. This is the local station board majority. And uh, they have also sued, the chair of the KPFA board is suing uh, Pacifica for a judge to take it over. They also previously supported bankruptcy, involuntary, a voluntary bankruptcy to take, for a judge to take over Pacifica. We need more democracy at Pacifica, more voices at KPFA and the different stations. There haven't been any uh, report to the listeners by the manager. There hasn't debates and discussions of the members. We need more democracy in our network and our stations. Thank you. Proponents, you have one minute to wrap up this first topic. Yes. So um, Steve mentioned an effort to put through um, a change in bylaws um, a while ago. I wasn't part of that effort. However, I do know that the proposed New Bay Pacifica bylaw referendum of today has, is significantly different than what was proposed uh, a couple of years ago. So I'd like to just abandon that whole couple of years ago ar um, argument. But I would like to point out that a struggling nonprofit corporation is under a greater degree of scrutiny. And what Pacifica has to look forward to in the coming years or months, if this referendum is not approved, is continued scrutiny 
continued attack. And it is the responsibility of the state of California to do more audits. And I suggest that everyone read these two sets of bylaws and make their decision, an informed decision. Say yes to the New Day Pacifica referendum. The second topic is what changes to the current bylaws should be made, which of these changes are addressed by the proposed bylaws and which are not. It first goes to the opponents. You have one minute. PK? Yes. Well, first of all, the changes in the bylaws are um, done by a select few people uh, and not by the democratic process that it could be. When you talk, when I talk about 20 years, the decline didn't happen then because the bylaws were bad. It happened because people did not want black and brown people running anything. They didn't want diversity. They did not want inclusiveness, especially in Texas. In 2017, it was 68% white. Now it's about 90% white of people who control programming, as well as what's happening in the governance. And at this stage of the game, we have to become a democratic foundation that includes the voices of us all. You excluded me, so I can stand here and say we've been excluded. Proponents, you have one minute. Yes. I. Um... In response to PK's assertion that uh, 20 years ago, the Texas, and speaking specifically of Texas, that there was approximately 68% uh, 68 white and now it's 90% white, that sounds to me like an argument for New Day Pacifica, where where the representatives are elected democratically by the broad general membership as opposed to a select few who are, who are insider delegates, insiders who belong to one faction or another. So the purpose of broadening the democratic process is to address exactly what PK referred to. I also am a black woman and I support and endorse anything that leads to greater diversity and inclusion. And that is what the New Day Pacifica bylaws will do. Thank you. Opponents, you have one minute. Yeah, I think we have to talk about financial uh, transparency because the uh, Miss Kyle uh, represents a, a for-profit media concern in Los Angeles. She would be uh, an important force in the new Pacifica. There's potential conflicts of interest. Uh, she's never been involved in uh, Pacifica. In fact, at KPFK had a $800,000 deficit uh, Ms. Kyle and the people who want to make the changes weren't able to solve the deficit right in Los Angeles, and their supporters were in charge of KPFK when it was losing money. Uh, they never came forward with a program to deal with that. Uh, and we need new programming. We need programming in different communities. And Koreans, Americans, there are over a million in Los Angeles, Iranians, there are no programs for these communities. So we have to broaden out and make it a vibrant uh, voice for people, and that will grow uh, the listenership and support of Pacifica. And I think that that is not what these new bylaws will do. Proponents, you have one minute. Yes, I would like to address Steve's assertion that I was somehow affiliated with KPFK's governance in solving an $800,000 problem with KPFK. 
I've never been involved in KPFK's governance. I have been a listener and supporter, and I made that very clear for a couple of decades. In fact, I was actually listening to WBAI when I lived in New York City as a teenager. I wanted to demystify this New Day Pacifica bylaw referendum and make it absolutely clear that the bylaws will not substantially change. What will change is the governance of this foundation. The governance needs to change because we have found ourselves time after time in the past 20 years in a financial pitfall where we can't even pay the staff. And that has been a frequent problem. If I was involved in governance, I would serve to reduce that or completely get rid of that. Opponents, you have one minute to wrap up this second topic. Well, the, the fact of the matter is, is that the latest audit for 2020 has been done, is completed, and this has been done by the present board of directors of the Pacific and National Board. Uh, that didn't happen under the previous uh, PNBs, which in fact, the supporters of this uh, restructuring were in, in the leadership of Pacifica. They didn't do their job. Uh, and that is part of the problem. The people who are pushing this new bylaw proposal uh, are actually the ones that are responsible for the price, uh, the problems and the chaos in Pacifica. That's changing now. We are increasing our support. We are more financially viable and we will be able to apply for CPB funding. But our major issue is to reach the different communities to be a vibrant voice in this country in the struggles working people face. And that is something we are gonna do and can do. The third topic is, discuss the role and duties of the local station boards. How will the role of the local station boards change if the newly proposed bylaws pass? Proponents, you have one minute. Hi, I'm Carol Wolfley, and currently the local station boards are not skilled in the three tasks they are charged with. Most local station board members don't have human resource management training to legally and appropriately evaluate a general manager. They do not have knowledge or technical skills and resources to select a pool of candidates for a general manager. And they do not have the training to be able to work with a $3.2 million budget, which um, uh, many board members are not able to read a spreadsheet. Um, the new bylaws focus on outreach, community engagement, and fundraising. And um, I found it really helpful to create a flyer um, about in Spanish and English, let people know about Spanish and English programs. I mean, that are for Latino communities. Also, we need to we need to work on uh, reaching out to the Asian community. In the Bay Area, there is 27% uh, of the population is Asian. And by the new focus, oh, sorry. <laughs> Opponents, you have one minute. Well, this comes down to the big lie, pretty much like Trump did, he won. When you say that there are not people with the skills to run a station, to be on a board, that is, for me, uh, the worst statement that you can make about individuals who do have these skills. Uh, Dr. Obadike Kamau was one of the people who had these skills 18 years as the director of a library, including building a new building. It's sabotage. It is collusion to get people to side with you without having all the facts. Not only did I do my research, 
but I took the individuals that were responsible to, uh, to uh, investigated them and we had a trial and they were found guilty of not only malfeasance, but misappropriation and inappropriate behavior in their positions. Proponents, you have one minute. The outreach is the most important thing that local station boards should be doing. Outreach into communities across the signal range. We have over 7 million people in the Bay Area. and We need to be reaching out to diverse communities and taking information, doing community engagement. Recently, we had a situation um, with um, like a program, A Rude Awakening, which is on Friday mornings. And um, people on the local station board helped to bring awareness um, and help people in the community working on water and food watch uh, were able to be on that post. So community engagement helps. Opponents, you have one minute. Okay, let's let's be clear that the, the present board at KPFA majority have not done their job. They have no financial committee. They haven't evaluated the manager for four years. That's part of their responsibility. To blame uh, a lack of uh, expertise is not the problem. They are in control of the local station board. If they don't have uh, the uh, experience and knowledge uh, to evaluate the manager, to, to set up a financial committee, to do oversight, they should resign. They're not doing their job. Instead, they're blaming the structure. No, it's not the structure. If you uh, join the board at, and be, are elected to the board, you should learn about it and you should do it. And we have people who can do it. We have financial experts on the board, but this board majority uh, don't want to have that, uh, that those people involved. That's why uh, at KPFA, they have not been able to evaluate the manager. And we have to change that. Proponents, you have one minute to wrap up the third topic. So I, I just wanted to respond to Steve. The local station boards um, do have a responsibility to provide oversight, but ultimately the responsibility for the fiduciary duties of this organization rests with the Pacifica National Board. And I'd like to say that proponents and the opposition, they, there are members of both sitting on the Pacifica National Board. The corporations uh, that are governed by the state of California for which the Pacifica Foundation is one, directors and officers have a financial obligation, whether or not they delegate, they have the authority to delegate and de delegate to uh, local station boards, even what's delegated to the executive director, still ultimately is the final responsibility of the Pacifica National Board and that is in accordance with California corporations law. We cannot walk away from that responsibility as a national board and just say, well, the local, local station boards failed to do their duty. The fourth and final topic is please discuss the changes to Pacifica's governance structure. How would the size and composition change under the proposed bylaws? How does this impact member participation and representation? Opponents, you have one minute. I think that one of the biggest things that we have to challenge is the fact that because our boards have difficulties, that it is because of the way the board is set up, instead of dealing with the fact that there is a lot of information to show that there has been sabotage, collusion, and other activities that keep us from having a board that works together. 
there are people who do not play well with others. And in doing so, they do things like sabotage the community advisory board meeting by calling and saying that they were me so that our place was taken away from us. We still met. We still got together and we put together something that would have gotten us CPB funding because it would have been diverse in a town hall meeting as we were supposed to do. But they tried to sabotage that. And that is the reason we're against this referendum because of the people who we know don't serve a good purpose. Proponents, you have one minute. If I may, I'd like to jump in here and say that um, what PK is saying, that there are a group of people that do not play well, that have sabotaged efforts to uh, create a healthy board, that is a problem of of an existing structure. No one, I I have done a, a walking tour of this organization. I have interviewed staff, both paid and unpaid. I've interviewed directors. I've interviewed Um, people who are just members. And no one denies that Pacifica has a problem with its governance. If you do a Google search about internal conflict, you, well, I just did one, and I got over 600,000 returns where Pacifica is noted for having internal conflicts that do damage to the health of the organization. And that is why you should vote yes for a New Day Pacifica bylaws. Opponents, you have one minute. Yes, one of the issues of democracy and response, the management at KPFA does not return calls. There's no program council to look at the programs. My program, when I had a program called Work Week at KPFA, was never evaluated uh, by the management, and it was taken off the air unilaterally. Uh, Twitwit, many programs have been taken off the air without any uh, evaluation, without any discussion, collaboration with the board. So the management is not even collaborating with the board and the local staff. There have been no local staff meetings with the manager uh, for over a year. Uh, Why is that? I mean, you talk about, uh, the proponents talk about collaboration and professionalism. How about having meetings with the staff and the community and hear from from them what they would like to see in new programming, what issues they have. There's no back and forth on the air with the community, and that is critical to have a transformation in a democratic way of Pacifica. We have to go back to democracy and not autocratic running of uh, these stations that is taking place, particularly at KPFA and KPFA. Proponents, you have one minute. Yes, uh, KPFA has more than 15,000 members from two to four times more members as other stations. Last year, um, KPFA contributed over six times more to Pacifica than WBAI. Regardless of these differences, each station now has four directors on the national board. Many directors with little or no broadcasting management experience from less functional stations now form the controlling majority. They are draining KPFA of vital resources and spreading a lot of misinformation and attacks on KPFA's diverse management and um, team who are doing amazing programming amidst many challenges. The new bylaws allow for a more representation of the stations with more members through a one person, one vote, direct election of four skilled officers who will help hire skilled management across the network to protect our assets. Opponents, you have one minute to wrap up the fourth and final topic. I just want to say that 
The biggest problem with this referendum is that there are individuals who are supporting this referendum, who have helped create this referendum, who are not nice people. They have gone to WBAI and thrown people out of their own building, and they weren't even from New York. And now we kind of want to make this big, happy family made up of sycophants, those who would do us harm. I don't know you, Carol, and I don't know you, Sharon, personally, and you have no reason to trust me, but my advice is start over. Get with people like myself and Akua Holt and Serene and those individuals who, Steve, Michael, Sheila, get with the people who are not part of this referendum, who are dangerous components to all of Pacifica. This wraps up the debate section of this program. We move on to questions submitted by the membership. Each side will have one minute to answer. We will cover two questions from yes, no, and undecided voting members. We will alternate who starts. Question one, I'm curious as to why now this is the most important thing to work on. I see budget projections show new bylaws potentially saving some money. Is that it? And why so not say that? No explanation for the need is really offered. Proponents, you have one minute. So this is Sharon Kyle, and money is one of the most found of the foundational issues. That's what brought me into this discussion, learning that a building almost went up for auction for lack of payment of taxes, learning that there's a $3.2 million loan whose principal we have no way of paying, and that is going to be coming due learning that the CPB funding was lost. All of those major issues are governance issues. And I am not ignoring PK's recommendation about listening to others. I encourage people, this is, these elections for all of the other positions are by the general membership. You don't have to be an insider. Anyone who is a member of the Pacifica family can run for a position. I encourage people to run and participate. Opponents, you have one minute. We are going to put people in position who have not earned it yet. And that is too part of the problem. I really would like to see people say, wait a minute, there's a chance and an opportunity to look at this even further. And so what we're going to do is create a structure where we all come together and we're going to create it with the people that we have difficulties with. But those people have to have integrity and ethics. And Sharon and Carol, there are people who do not. And there are people who have suffered because of it. I'm not even trying to adjudicate WBAI or Dr. Kamau or the individuals who were marched out by the police at KPFT. What I'm trying to do is to see if we can bring people together who have ethics and integrity and want to do the right thing, even if it's difficult. The second question is, who specifically is responsible for not filing the Corporation for Public Broadcasting paperwork, resulting in a loss of millions of dollars for Pacifica, is this person still on any of the boards? If so, where, how, and why? This first goes to the opponents. You have one minute. Yes, uh, Akio uh, Tanaka, who is going to be one of the top officers of this new corporation or new change corporation, 
was responsible for uh, the situation with the CPB, losing the funding. Uh, the, the people that are uh, supporting this bylaw were in charge of Pacifica. We are getting better now as a result of our uh, the present P, uh, Pacifica National Board. And the fact of the matter is uh, we have an audit for 2020. Uh, 20, this is a big step forward. We can apply for CPB money. Uh, the uh, proponents are saying we're, in, we're going downhill. No, we're getting better uh, factually. And that's what the present auditor has said. Uh, Pacifica is improving. So are these uh, uh, proponents are misleading the listeners and the supporters of Pacifica with uh, untruths. Proponents, you have one minute. Okay, so yeah, I'm like, um, I just wanted to say ahead. that I'm concerned about disparaging a person in mm -hmm. government who has done hundreds of hours of helping to improve things. The money for CPB was lost because there was overreporting, which was huge at WBAI and some of the other stations on their revenue, and also failing to do appropriate noticing of meetings. Um, this is a direct result of problems with um, managers um, failing to carry out um, things, uh, governance problems. And those are the responsibilities of a responsible executive director to negotiate and work with CPD. So um, I wanna ask that in this debate, if you're going to say something about another human being. Question three. How does the current establishment board expect to save Pacifica? As the unprofessional, uneducated programming and excessive begging for money increases and audiences tune out. It appears the current bylaws and board are purposely driving Pacifica into bankruptcy. What plan do they have? Most boards of nonprofits raise money and do not depend on broadcasters to waste airtime begging. What does this board do? This first goes to the proponents. So the New Bay Pacifica byline, bylaws restructure the board. Local station boards will have full responsibility for engaging with the community and fundraising. When we're going to shift our focus away from on-air fundraising to dealing directly with donors. Now that doesn't mean that immediately there will be a change. But the goal is to taper off, to get rid of that kind of fundraising that has been proven to uh, dwindle listenership. We currently have a situation where our independent audit auditors state that the foundation has suffered recurring losses from operations and has a net deficit that raises substantial doubt about its ability to continue as a going concern. Our goal is to fundraise not online, but with donors to hire an executive director with deep experience in radio management, day one. Opponents, you have one minute. Again, we're acting like people like myself and Steve don't have experience. We do. We've been sabotaged. We've been criminalized. We have had to struggle through some of the most difficult aspects. The Community Advisory Board came together and started doing what was needed for CPB funding. Instead, outreach, development, a few people, it's just a few people, but they put a black mark on all of us because they are still in a position to do what they are doing now 
even if this referendum were to take shape. The biggest problem, and I am just begging you to at least look into it, the biggest problem are the very people that are saying they're proponents for the referendum. And if you go in blindly, it's going to be a big problem. Question four. Why was this referendum done in such secrecy with only select individuals working together without including surveys to membership and programmers? This first goes to the opponents. The people that are uh, supporting this have been continually trying to force uh, Pacific into bankruptcy. In fact, they had a motion, the majority of the board of KPFA supported a motion to uh, involuntary, go into involuntary bankruptcy. Would have padded the, the accounts of the lawyers. It wouldn't have helped uh, KPFA and Pacifica. They want to sell WBAI. And they've said that at local station board meetings when I was attending, which I was amazed. You know, hours were spent on how to change the bylaws to sell WBAI so we could get more money. The issue is not getting more money by selling WBAI. The issue is having program programming that people want to hear, having new voices, having live programming, uh, multimedia programming on video so people will be attracted to Pacifica and KPFA. We can do that with the technology. We have to do it. But these uh, people who are supporting this bylaw change are against that and really building a, a, a really a mass political alternative on the media. And that's why we have to oppose this uh, bylaw change. Proponents, you have one minute. So um, I heard men, uh, mention of selling WBAI. Under our current, uh, both our bylaws and our articles of, of incorporation, it is mandated that this organization maintain its mission, which is to educate the public. Um, we are a, a corporation that was founded in the 1940s, our mission will not change by adopting these bylaws. In fact, each of the set of bylaws have more than 50 pages. And it is only the last five pages of the New Day Pacifica uh, referendum where there is a change in the structure. But the way that the organization is incorporated, which states clearly the purpose to educate the public, and that will remain the same as will the ownership, which is the people of California. There are no people in this structure who own the Pacifica organization. It is owned by the people of California. Question five, how can Pacifica survive in any format when it lacks adequate donor support and a good reputation to attract high quality potential board members? This first goes to the proponents. You have one minute. The Pacifica organization currently is losing credibility in the market. And if you look at the ratings, for example, KPFK in Los Angeles didn't even show up in the Nielsen ratings in the April timeframe. We have powerful stations, uh, power, uh, powerful and broad reaches in five of the top 10 markets in this country, but we waste them. We waste them because there's a tremendous amount of infighting there is exactly what PK said, sabotaging people that don't play well together. And all of that has a direct relationship to the way that the board is structured and that the way that the board is elected to the board. So our goal is to bring the board in alignment with best practices that have been studied using thousands of nonprofits. There are many organizations 
that specialize in understanding how nonprofit boards work. Opponents, you have one minute. The reality is even this debate has been installed at KPFA. There should be discussion on the air. That's been prevented by the management. We had to fight to get this debate on KPFA and it's toward the end of, the, uh, of this election on the bylaws. So th I think there's a, a, a duplicity really because the answer to the problems at Pacifica and KPFA is more democracy, not less democracy. These bylaws will make an autocratic regime even stronger. The fact that the manager at KPFA doesn't respond to listeners, doesn't respond to the staff, doesn't have staff meetings, there is no back and forth, there's no debate and discussion, means that you are corporatizing this. And that is the direction that these bylaws will take it. And Ms. Kyle will be in charge of, of Pacifica. She says that it's democratic, but under the bylaws, it makes it more bureaucratic and autocratic. Question six, final question. In a time when unity of the Pacifica network is essential, how will your approach help to achieve this? This first goes to the opponents. You have one minute. We need to have more voices on at KPFA. Chris Hedges has a program which is on RT. It's in Los Angeles. It should be on KPFA. We need to have alternative voices instead of replaying shows at KPFA. Uh, I'm concerned that the voices that have been shut out of KPFA are one of the reasons KPFA has been losing listeners. As I understand it, we're less down to 12,000. This is under the present management. This is under the present majority board that support this present management. We're losing listeners and we're not being what we can be. We need to be multimedia platform. We need to cover live actions. For the example, the action of the longshoremen uh, uh, against the Zim ship. Uh, uh, the fight against the fascism. We need to cover those events live. We can do it with two digital channels at, at KPFA. That has been held back by the present management. We need democratic governance to make sure that there's accountability and that we become a multimedia platform to cover these issues and struggles. Proponents, you have one minute. Uh, yes. So I'm secretary of the local station board, and I can say that um, there are many challenges right now with people and how they work, also on the governance committee. And I think that, for instance, I had brought the New Day bylaws to the governance committee and asked us to talk about the New Day bylaws on the governance committee um, and to talk about the issues involved. And uh, I was outvoted eight to one to even discuss these bylaws. So I have worked with people on both sides for many years of these different factions and across the network. And I believe there are a lot of misconceptions. There is no intention to sell uh, WBI and there's no proof of that. KPFA has 15,000 members, not 12. There's a lot of misinformation and misunderstanding about what is happening. It's a complex uh, governance system. Each participant now has two minutes to make a closing statement, starting with Sharon Kyle from The Proponents. You have two minutes. Yes, thank you. Um, Pacifica is the first public radio network that has the world's oldest listener-funded um, um, radio um, audience. Its network is made up of independent, non-commercial radio stations, and that is the goal of the New Day Pacifica. Our New Day Pacifica um, members are committed to maintaining this non-commercial status. And it's, that can be proven by the fact that one of our first goals is to regain CPD funding. 
in order to regain CPP funding, one of the requirements is that you be a non-commercial radio station, which is what uh, it currently was. So we are encouraging people to vote yes. And all of the allegations that we've heard from the opposition, it almost sounds as if they are saying yes to New Day Pacifica. They are complaining about the current management structure, how it doesn't return calls and how there is sabotaging. That is exactly what we want to change. So a, a yes for Pacifica is a yes for competence. Now we've heard uh, PK say more than once how she is competent and I don't doubt her. I have no reason to doubt her. This is why I encourage her to run. We are conducting a campaign that involves the general membership making the decision. It is the most democratic process that Pacifica has been involved in in 20 years. Both PK and Steve have made it clear that the current management structure is rife with problems, problems that lead to corruption and so on. I encourage everyone to vote yes for the New Day Pacifica bylaws referendum. Steve Zelser from The Opponents, you have two minutes. We have to build Pacifica and KPFA as a vibrant media platform. We need to, at the same time, have a democratic governance. Having a local station board will allow different points of view and different individuals with different experiences to be on and have some say on how KPFA and Pacifica is run. The fact of the matter is that this new bylaw proposal would eliminate that and put a small group of people in charge of Pacifica. Also, we have to realize that this uh, proponents of this uh, bylaw proposal have actually charged that Pacifica has been taken over by the Green Party and the Workers' World Party. And this is red baiting. Pacifica was built against red baiting during the 50s. The founder, Lou Hill, was against red baiting and different points of view. So my question is for the proponents, why would they allow red baiting to be used uh, in their campaign for these bylaws when Pacifica's foundation was against red baiting and the right of voices of communist, socialist, and other voices, independent voices to be on the air. The reality is this is, a, in my view, a power grab by a small group of people who want to centralize KPFA and Pacifica and make it more corporate type. When you talk about going to donors, listen, we have to get our support from the members and the listeners. That's how we will stay independent, not going to private donors and corporations uh, to give donations. The nonprofit corporations uh, have given money to uh, nonprofits like, for example, KQED, which eliminated its elected board of directors and make it self-appointed. We don't want a self-appointed board of directors. We want elected boards where the membership can decide who is going to be on the local station board. And they will have a power uh, to go over the budget. They will have a power to evaluate the management. That's what we need to do. And that is our responsibility. Carol Wolfley. From the proponents, you have two minutes. Thank you. I support the New Day Pacifica bylaws because under the current bylaws, the network is sliding into corporate underwriting. The Pacifica St Strategic Planning Committee set up by the National Board majority from less functional stations is working with an underwriting task force. On the air underwriting announcements, are part, are part of the provisions for the Pacifica $2.3 million loan um, to pay off debt incurred at WBAI. Questionable premium infomercials are permitted 
at poorly performing stations with health, uh, questionable health premiums and um, anti-aging products. Um, and those um, are used to recoup the losses from uh, worse um, low listenership programming. So right now there's low listenership programming that is allowed to continue at a lot of the stations with poor performance. And there need to be changes to make the programming more vital. KPFA has training programs, support for staff, and uh, outreach bringing new interns into the station. So those things help to build. And then also, I am so excited with the local station board. We'll have a coordinator who is working specifically on outreach and another coordinator working on fundraising to help. Those uh, coordinators can help us really build the outreach so we can double our membership so that we can have vital relationships and shift the burden away from the uh, local station boards to do things they aren't skilled for. Thanks. P.K. McCary from The Opponents, you have two minutes. Yes, thank you very, very much. I just want to say that the one thing the four of us agree on is that a change is needed. I asked this question one time, got community, you know, the got milk. Where is the community and community radio? It's everywhere. And we haven't even begun to touch those individuals because we keep disappointing them. So what must we be responsible for? All of our communities. And how can we make that happen? Building and maintaining a broadcasting station that includes the following. Diverse programming, not just music. An anti-racist platform where no one has power over another. Integrity and ethics combined. Financial solvency and community driven. Do we even know what community is? We need the type of orientation and training to encompass this. You're talking about you already have these skills, but we don't know which skills are needed for us because we haven't talked together and we have not worked together. We managed to find a way to throttle back the nefarious actions of a few for the last 20 years. Maybe, maybe we can do some of the things that you and uh, both of you are talking about. At this point, I can only hope that when all is said and done, that those of us who preach unity will do our best to create the spaces for it. And in doing that, I think that we could have a referendum that we all work together on. This referendum needs no to it because you did it the wrong way. You did it with the wrong people and you excluded the voices that could make this work. Say no to this referendum. Thank you for tuning into Full Circle for a debate on the Pacifica bylaws. Please make sure to cast your ballot before July 7th, 8.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you have not received your ballot, file a ballot request form located on elections.pacifica.org or leave a voicemail message on 510-993- Zero three two zero. And thank you, Renee Peñaloza. We 
appreciate your time and effort to put this debate together for us so we can learn more about this big decision we are all making as members of Pacifica and staff. So again, shout out to Renee, the National Election Supervisor, and to our debate participants. That was Sharon Kyle, Carol Wolfley, P.K. McCary, and Steve Zelser. Thank you all for taking your time tonight to inform us. We're going to take a quick music break, and when we return, we will give you more information on how to listen to this debate again and also get more information about the proposed bylaw amendments. We'll be right back. Stay tuned to Full Circle.
And that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Remember, check out our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show for links and information related to tonight's show, including links to share or listen to this debate again. Shout out to the participants from tonight's debate, Carol Wolfley, Steve Zelser, Sharon Kyle, and P.K. McCary. Also, shout out to the National Election Supervisor, Renee Penaloza. And one final shout out for the Full Circle crew. Our executive producer is Miss M. Joy Moore is our production consultant. And myself, Freewell and Franklin, I am the technical director for this show, Full Circle. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember, while you're out there, please protect your health and your humanity. And stay tuned to KPFA. Up next is La Onda Bajita. Good night, everyone.